Officially, there is a landmark that is going to be opening, reopening that is, next month. And that landmark is the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art near the plaza. Mark Alford on Facebook, Facebook that is, commented recently about how slow it was for them to finally reopen. We're not going to touch on that tonight. But I wanted to share some details, especially from KansasCityMag.com about what to expect when the Nelson Atkins Museum does open up. And on our second story, it's going to be one that just is not going away. We'll get to that soon enough. But on the other side of this break, I want to let you in on what to expect when the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art reopens officially next month. We'll get into that right after this. The New Directions Podcast has a Facebook page, and I invite you the next time you're on Facebook to make your way to this web address, which is facebook.com slash rkc70. That is the quick link to get to the podcast page. You'll see stories that I have talked about in the past. You'll see stories that I will be talking about in the very near future, or at least plan on talking about. And you'll see some items that I just thought belonged on the page. I have a combination of things, and I hope you find it entertaining when you do decide to visit the New Directions Podcast Facebook page. Once again, the link is this, facebook.com slash rkc70. Check it out. You'll be very glad that you did. Well, I can safely say that something else is opening back up, finally. KansasCityMag.com detailed this. This is about the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. It is opening back up in September, and I'd like to share with you KansasCityMag.com's words about this. The article was written by... Jordan Meyer and it was published on August the 19th which was a week ago yesterday the coronavirus pandemic is far from over but an icon of Kansas City is moving forward with reopening the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art is opening its doors to the public on September 12th after being closed down since March 14th the organization announced in a press release on Tuesday. We have been anxiously awaiting the day when we can safely open our doors to visitors, says museum director Julian. Do not ask me to pronounce the last name. It starts with a Z, though. I'll try it. Well, I couldn't work. Anyway, in the Tuesday press release. The museum is taking precautions, however, to make sure the art can be observed safely for all. This will include, I bet I can guess these. Oh yeah, here we go. Number one, timed entry, 
entry tickets, entrance to the museums, is st will still be free. Mask requirements that cover both the nose and the mouth. Duh! Markings to encourage social distancing. Duh! Required temperature checks for the staff before they begin their work. Duh! New ordering systems and limited capacities at restaurants and gift shops throughout the museum. I say duh because they're doing everything the same way everybody else is. I move on with the article. Top priorities have been securing and caring for works of art and buildings, as well as maintaining the museum's talented team, the press release says. The museum will also have slightly adjusted hours starting on the 12th, fr 12th Friday through Monday. The museum will be open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Thursday it will be open 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it will be Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I'd, uh, let me read that part again. The museum will also have slightly adjusted hours starting on the 12th. Friday through Monday the museum will be open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Thursday it will be open 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it will be Tuesdays and Wednesdays, as it will be, I guess, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Additionally, on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m., 11 a.m., rather, will be set aside for members. Some exhibits will not be available or have been canceled, but the much-anticipated Gordon Parks and Muhammad Ali, the image of a champion, 1966-70 exhibit, has been extended through 2021. It features 55 50-plus photographs Parks took of Ali while working for Life magazine. The new experience will feel a bit different to those accustomed to visiting the museum before the pandemic, but the encounters with art will continue to be powerful, engaging, and transcending, the Z-Man says. While entrance is free... The Z-Man encourages people to donate whatever they can to help the Nelson Atkins through this hard time. This beloved institution will withstand the setback of this pandemic, and our generous donors are working hard to sustain it into the future. Each donation, whatever the amount, helps underscore the importance of art and expression during these, during these difficult times. I'm glad they're opening but it feels almost like the same thing all over again. They're opening under the social distancing guidelines. Coronavirus is still out there. There are things that are still going on that will hopefully lead us to a cure. We don't know. But I will not focus this show on the coronavirus. I won't do it. There are too many out outlets that are doing this anyway. I prefer to stick with the positive because there are uh, there is other news going on than just the coronavirus. And, oh yes, our elections too. There's, there are others besides that. I want to, before we get to the end of this segment, play a motivational segment from Steve Harvey pertaining to spiritualism.
Here he is. Just a second. Let me get this back to the beginning. Stopping this with the commercial. The, the video will return very soon. Steve has a lot more to share, but they're having people having macaroni and cheese right now. So, with that in mind, we're done. Also tend to tell it to the folks that don't believe in the dreams the way we do. I want to close this segment out. We saw we saw the previews as far as the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art is concerned. Steve Harvey just a little while ago talked about the faith in better things to come. 
might not be a bad idea if I throw an extra song in to close out this segment. It's a song that the late great Glenn Campbell released several years ago. It's a song talked about the very same things that Steve talked about. The song is called, well, I'm going to have Glenn introduce it here in a moment. I'm entering the title for it right now. Just a second. We'll get it up, and here he is with the song. It might be kind of good to end this segment on a very high note. Glenn, would you do the honors, please? I went down to Nashville and did a, a, a gospel album that's going to be out on Word Records out of Waco. And uh, I'd like to do a couple of songs out of it. This one was written by Michael Smotherman. It's just uh, a song. Just, I like them anyway. <laughs> right, have a little faith and have a little hope, the name of it, right. Long ago, when very far away, there was a evil land where evil people had to wait. Had a faith man named Daniel, led to the lion's den. The soldiers grabbed old Daniel, and he threw old Daniel in. A lot of negatives involved with regard to the social distancing and all that is being practiced pretty much everywhere right now, including they're going to be doing this beginning on the 12th at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. But the positive side of it is this. Kansas City is very definitely coming back. It has been a slow process. I realize that. 
and I will level with you, it has been a patience test, without a doubt. Sooner or later, my friends, we'll be back to at least our definition, perhaps, of normal. But at the same time, I'm also glad to see that places such as the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art are opening back up. Kansas City is coming back, and I am so glad to see that. On the other side of this break, the issue that very definitely will not go away. How in the world... It's going to be about Martin Luther King once again, my friends. We will talk about that right after this. Did you really think that this city of ours called Kansas City was going to stay down? It's not staying down long. Comeback is happening. Sponsored by Fox 4. Okay, let me get this straight. We don't want to name a fountain for J.C. Nichols because of his shady house dealings for black people. And we don't want Columbus... We don't want the capital city of Ohio, Columbus, to be called Columbus anymore because Columbus had to deal with slaves. But yet, Martin Luther King, who, never, who, as I pointed out on Blog Talk and on this very broadcast, did not set foot in Kansas City at all. But yet, we're looking at ways of honoring him. Could somebody please explain to me why? As you recall, I'm sure, the Paseo vote didn't happen. Somebody looked at possible ideas since then. Well, let me backtrack to say this first. The Paseo was railroaded because we did not have the people give an opinion about this. But there is still talk, and I do not understand why this is, about Martin Luther King being honored here in Kansas City. Let me say one more time, he did not set foot in this state. But yet, this subject is still being talked about. Let me say this also. I am not a racist in any way, shape, or form. I don't have any problem with people being honored. If they did something here in Kansas City that was productive, 
But in the research I found originally for the Paseo issue, even on Blog Talk, he was never here. To get some background on this, Jessica Ely from Fox 4 has put a report together on the debate once again about how Kansas City should honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I gotta have you hear this one in just a moment. Just a second. There we go. Get that taken care of. All right, fine. We will get there. Jessica, take it away. COVID-19, because the process does require two public hearings. Reverend Vernon Howard, president of Kansas City's Southern Christian Leadership Conference, proposed renaming a route that includes Blue and Swope Parkways and Boca Boulevard. In a letter to Park Commissioner Chris Good, Dr. Howard wrote, this assures direct exposure of the iconic Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard to black lives, more particularly black children who suffer the most in our city from a lack of African-American cultural and historical landmarks and education that bolster their sense of value, esteem, and worth. None of these changes can be made without public input. There will be two public hearings within the next 30 days. That way people will be able to voice their opinions on the proposed name changes. Jessica Ely, Fox 4, working for you. I want you to see if maybe... No, we're not going to be able to do it. That's all right. I want to read to you this article. The debate over how Kansas City should honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is back on the table. Honoring the civil rights leader is something many in Kansas City has wanted to do for years. It's finding the right way to do it that's taking time. We had started that, state started that earlier in the year, but suspended the process as a result of, I bet you can guess, because the process does require two public hearings, Casey Parks and Rec President Jack Holland said. And as Jessica pointed out in her piece, Vernon Howard, the president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Greater Kansas City, proposed renaming a route that includes Blue and Swope Parkways and Volker Boulevard. By the way, Jessica, thank you very much. In a letter to Parks Commissioner Chris Good, Howard wrote, This artery assures direct exposure of the iconic Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard to black lives, more particularly black children who suffer the most in our city from a lack of African-American cultural and historical landmarks and education that bolster their sense of value, esteem, and worth. But none of these changes can be made without public input. There will be two public hearings, as Jessica said, within the next 30 days. That way people will be able to voice their opinions on proposed name changes. So I guess the good part about this is it's not going to happen overnight. And for that I'm very thankful. But where I'm seeing something that doesn't make any sense is you're wanting to you're wanting to have something for African American history. Wasn't that a part of American history though? Well, they're gonna table they're gonna table the um the talk.
And it's not going to happen overnight. It's just, it's aggravating to me that there are people in Kansas City that just will not let go honoring a man who has never set foot in the city of Kansas City. In the biographies I read about him, he was he based a lot of his stuff from Memphis, Tennessee. And he did not, I repeat, not come into this area for any reason at all. Well, I'm going to put a stay tuned on this. We'll just see what happens. A look ahead to our next edition is up next. For our extra song tonight, here's Blake Shelton with God's Country.
One of the things that a lot of people eat often, most especially this time of the year, is watermelon. Now imagine with me, if you will, grilled watermelon. In Kansas City Magazine has a story and a recipe for, let's just say, a very unique summertime idea. A watermelon burger. On our next edition of the podcast, we're going to share that recipe with you from In Kansas City Magazine. In addition to something special that the Kansas City Ballet is inviting a lot of people to be a part of. Those that are honestly more coordinated than I am. But it's a special deal coming up this Saturday sponsored by the Kansas City Ballet. And we're going to talk about both of them. There's a combination for you. Watermelon burgers and a ballet idea. On our next edition of the podcast, you will hear both of them. For our final thoughts tonight, I'm going to turn my thoughts over to some that were shared six hours ago by my Facebook friend Mark Alford from Fox 4. You know him as one of the morning anchor people on that fine network. He has some thoughts to share with us that I think we all need to listen to. The first three words, I'm sorry, Mark, I disagree with them. I love politics. I'm glad you do, because I don't. I love political reporting. I've covered national conventions, and I've interviewed many politicians. When I was in college, I even considered a career in politics. And Mark, I am so glad that you didn't. Maybe I should have gone that route. Who knows? Uh, no, sir. Do not. I do know this is a tumultuous time in our nation's history. But students of history will tell you it's been worse, and we got through it. God has richly blessed our nation, and each one of us has at least one thing to be grateful for today. Count your blessings. Look to the future. And finally look for someone to serve. JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. So look up. Look ahead. Look to the horizon, to the sunrise, to the hope that lies within each of us to do better. Be better, love better, and live better. He says we can do this, America. I sincerely hope and pray that that does happen. Mark, thank you very much for those words. And on that note, that's going to wind things up for tonight's edition of the New Directions podcast. I thank you for being with me as always. I will see you next time when we talk about, once again, the, in- the interesting combination of grilled watermelon and a ballet idea that some people might want to be a part of. In Kansas City Magazine, as I, sh- as I said, shared both of them. And we will talk about them on our next edition. As for tonight, hey, Dirks, hey, Brothers Osborne, would you get us out of here, please?
Shit. 